Aloha and welcome once again to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher, the owner of Hawaii Aloha Travel. Thanks for tuning in. Got a great show for you here for Friday, May 17th, 2013. This is our 601st podcast. Today we're going to be talking about historic Hawaii hotels. Got a little news and some stuff I want to share with you as we get through the big show. This podcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii, Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at www.hawaii-aloha.com or you can reach out to me, Bruce, at hawaii-aloha.com. You can also find me all over the interwebs. You can reach out to me in various ways. I'm on Twitter, at Bruce, or on the Facebook page, or reaching out on YouTube, or any, any of these channels. We're there, and the way to reach all of this is just to get over to our webpage, most of the information is right there. Don't forget, we do a blog every day, hawaii-aloha.com slash blog, with tons of information about Hawaii. That's all we do is love to share with you. You know, knowledge is power, especially when you're booking a Hawaii vacation, and I'd love to help you do that. We have agents here that are eagerly standing by to help you plan a very memorable Hawaii vacation. It's been a busy week for me here in Hawaii, Nay getting a lot of things done. Yesterday, I kind of felt like Undercover Boss. Have you ever seen that show, Undercover Boss, where owners and CEOs of major companies hide and act like employees? Well, I kind of felt like that yesterday because I actually was a tour guide to some of our customers on Wade's tour, Wade's World Hawaii tour. And if you haven't done his tour, well, you know I talk about it a lot. You know Wade and I have partnered up and we do a new podcast called Lucky We Live Hawaii, which is really catching on. And, and by the way, thank you very much for all the comments that we've been receiving uh, on the on the blog. In fact, it gets more comments than my own blog, but that's okay. It's a great show. Lucky We Live 808. Check it out. It's in iTunes as well. A lot of my listeners on podcast here are also rolling over there, and some of his uh, fans are rolling over here. So it's really quite great, and please check it out. But to, to go back to that, we I went on the tour, and I got to hear and hang out with some of my customers, and it's just it's been a long time since I've done that. I know when folks come in, I'm always you know happy to try and meet customers who come in if they write to me and you know I meet them, but I never really uh, interact with them on a professional basis, you know to see what they're going through and it was really quite eye-opening we had a great time but unfortunately my cover was blown even before I got there and they knew that I was actually who I am the owner of the company and I was driving around having a great time went on this great tour and, and it was just wonderful if you want to see some of the pictures you get over to the Facebook page but it is really wonderful to kind of interact directly with customers that's why I, lo- I love the feedback that, that I got. Learned some things that I didn't know were happening and found out about things that that maybe were a little negative and I found out some great things that are happening that are really positive. So it was just a, a great way to learn about our company. One of the things I learned is that like when some of our agents, like one of our agents who booked this, she, she booked the trip, everything was going fine and then she heard from two or three other agents from our agency after she already had an agent, which is kind of weird. That's not supposed to be happening here. So that kind of threw me off. And a couple of other, uh, what are some of the other things that I learned? And then I learned also, you know, just how thorough one of our agents is. You know, talking about how she followed up, even though this customer told me that she was able to find other prices that were comparable or even better than ours, she just 
felt so so good about the agent that she had because she got the response she needed. And customer customer service and support is just so important, isn't it, when you're dealing with a company? And just the hands-on approach and the fact that she was able to get so much information from us and she felt loyal to us. And also because we're in Hawaii. That was the other big thing and the big reason that she felt that she, she wanted to book with us. She booked her whole family here, eight people. It was just a great day and I really enjoyed it and I can't wait to do that again. Put on my tour guide hat. Speaking of putting on hats, I had a little problem with the Hali Kulani, of all places. You know, the Hali Kulani is one of these, it is a historic hotel I made. I don't think I'm going to be talking about it today except for this. But I kind of had this really uh, negative experience with them. I I like to go and do site inspections. We sometimes, a lot of times we'll do site inspections, we'll just go site unseen. But when they're doing a new renovation or they're doing something new at the hotel, I like to call ahead. I reached out to the Hali Kulani, come to find out that they have this policy. They didn't want me to do any video or pictures. And this got me really upset. And of course, I went right out to Facebook and I started, you know, venting and it blew up into this whole thing. And the Holly Kulani happens to be going through some public relations issues right now. They have a local person who went to their hotel, stayed in the hotel, and while they were at the the pool, apparently, one of the guests, and this is the story, is that one of the guests pointed to these people and said, who are they? They're not guests of the hotel. And the only thing that was odd about them to this woman was the fact that they were Hawaiian and brown-skinned. And so this got them very enraged because they were staying in the hotel. They were guests of the hotel. In fact, he's a famous musician in Hawaii. And so he felt discriminated against. And this blew up on Facebook also and became a big issue. It also was on the news here. This, this musician gentleman, and I can't remember his name offhand, really felt discriminated against because he reached out to the security guard and wanted to know who this woman was and they never got back to him and he doesn't think that there really was a quote woman complaining that's not a guest in the hotel you know unfortunate thing happened and so the holly kulani on, on the heels of this was you know doing this to me and i kind of felt discriminated against because i reached out to travel agents all over the country and other people and nobody ever nobody said that they were not allowed to take pictures or video during a site inspection. Highly unusual. I even spoke to a couple of reporters. And I don't know, I think my customers really expect me to be there in these videos. They offered me to use stock video and, and pictures, which I was I was okay to, to do, but I, I like to stand up and say I'm here. That's one of the unique ways we sell properties. I think you guys expect me to really get out there and, and experience these places so that I can share with you what I see and what I learn. I reached out to the upper management, put it on Facebook, got a little controversy going, and sure enough, that helped. All worked out in the end, and I... And and I heard from them, and they were very gracious. I have to say that I apologize for any harsh words about the Holly Kulani. I think I said they didn't have any Aloha spirit and, and so on. But uh, I think they were under a lot of pressure. I think the, the person in the in, the, in their public relations department, Diana Coe, was under extreme pressure over this other incident that was going on. And, you know, it worked out okay. And next Wednesday, I'll be headed over there, and we'll be doing our video. And by the way, I'll, I'll be finishing up the video I did over at the Turtle Bay, which had some gorgeous rooms. I mean, I'm really impressed with the beautiful rooms over there at the uh, Turtle Bay Resort. They look like little beach houses, and I'll share that with you on uh, the next episode. And also be looking next week for a brand new video uh, of the property. So that should be interesting. A couple of other little news items. Hawaiian Air, of course, has been voted again, or I guess they won the most on-time airline in the nation. 
no big surprise there. Their roots are pretty much uh, always to Hawaii. <laughs> but uh, congratulations to them, and that always helps. And another thing came out this week about high hotel prices. Did you know that Hawaii now has the highest hotel prices in the nation? Beat out New York and San Francisco. I don't know that that's all a really good thing. I mean, prices now in Waikiki are over $200, the average hotel room night. And this kind of breaks my heart. I mean, I, I, I don't know how people are going to be able to afford to come to Hawaii with these high prices. Even hotels that were like 60 and 70 bucks, that, you know, the lower end kind of budget properties that we still can recommend. I mean, there are certain budget properties that we will not recommend that are dumps. I just won't do it. But the ones that we would recommend that were in the 50 to $70 price range last year are now like $129. So it's just really heartbreaking to see this because I think it's going to affect the bottom line. And I think eventually there's, and I've been saying this all year, but it hasn't happened. There's going to be a tipping point. So just be aware of that. But we do have some great specials. And if you get over to our website, right you know, on the front page are all the specials and you can click on that. And also subscribe to our newsletter because I'm always looking for good deals and specials. But also give us a call and when you talk to your agent, say, you know, I, t I heard Bruce on the podcast. Uh, let me know if there's any deals. You know, there's, there's a lot of hotel deals still out there because we work with wholesalers. We get some, you know, uh, pricing locked in. We have special pricing. Uh, reach out to us because we still can get as good a deals as there are out there for these hotel rooms. And airfares are starting to come down a little bit too, we're seeing as well. So maybe there's a little bit of break here, at least with the airfare coming down. But I, I'm just a little discouraged, you know, with how the, the prices are so darn high. Anyway, weather has been great. Got the trade winds flowing and kind of a weird time of year between summer and winter. And so we get a lot of Windward and Malka showers. But yesterday, it was just a beautiful day up on the North Shore. And we saw everything. We saw turtles. And uh, coming back, we saw beautiful rainbows. So we really got it all. If So if you're going to be here in the next couple of weeks, if you haven't booked the, the, the private tours that we have with Wade, uh, get on the phone with me right now and book. Because it's starting to sell out. And we only have so many Jeeps that we can take out. So please, don't deprive yourself of the best tour in Hawaii by checking out our tours uh, with Wade. That's our Circle Island tour with Wade's World. All right. Let's get right to it here. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about historic Hawaii hotels. You know, I was in, I took my trip to you know Italy, uh, Croatia. We went to Greece, the Greek islands, and I was just one of the things that just amazed me is the, is the the architecture and just how old it is. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of years old. Of course, here in Hawaii, we don't have that. But we do have some very historic Hawaii hotels, which I want to talk about and how you can kind of weave this into your Hawaii vacations. Because many travelers visit Hawaii for the beaches and the tropical weather and the beautiful landscapes. But few really come for the history here because we don't really have a lot of historic buildings and stuff like that. But we do have a longstanding culture and tradition in the islands. And it's kind of remained timeless. And if you think about it, the first people that settled in Hawaii 
settled between 400 and 800 AD, and they're believed to have sailed from the Marquesas Islands. The 1800s, just to jump really quick here, brought foreigners who sailed to the Hawaiian Islands, bringing with them a lot of the language, the religion, and the influence of their European and American construction. And I'm not going to get into the negatives. They brought some negatives too, let's face it, but we'll save that for another show. <laughs> save that for our Lucky We Live Hawaii show where we talk about stuff like that. But you could really witness the history of Hawaii in a lot of different ways here. And there are great museums that we have that document the modernization of the islands here, the missionaries who irrevocably changed the history of these islands and the ancient ways of the Hawaiians. But the history still lives through some of our hotels here, believe it or not, here in the islands. And today I'm going to give you a little narrative, if you will, a little talk a little bit about the historic hotels of Hawaii. And I'm going to be, begin here with quite possibly the most famous of all, the one that a lot of people connect as the iconic historic Hawaii hotel, and that is the Royal Hawaiian here on Oahu. It's lovingly referred to as the Pink Palace because it is pink. It's a beachfront resort that's notorious for being one of the most popular destinations in the world, actually. The property was once used as a playground for King Kamehameha, after he conquered the islands here on Oahu, and uh, Queen Kamahamadu, it was her summer place, and it was previously located at is what now is the resort's Coconut Grove Garden. So if you go there and you get to the garden there, that's the historic significance of that. And they have that. It has a, a, a kind of a majestic lineage to the land. It was built in the mid-20s and opened its doors in 1927. The hotel had celebrities and it's had celebrities since the beginning the Beatles stayed there Marilyn Monroe stayed there the Rockefeller stayed there if you're old enough to remember people like Dean Martin and Shirley Temple and Natalie Wood they were all you know the first celebrities that kind of stayed there at the hotel it had a lot of elite visitors it still does from all over the world it's historically known as the first resort hostelery in America. That's what they, they called it, hostelery. And then after the bombing of Pearl Harbor, it really closed its doors. And this is, everybody knows that history in December 1941. And actually the Navy took it, took it over and it was used to actually enlist sailors at the time. And then it reopened in January of 1947. You know, it's history from there and people just fell in love with it from then on. The next hotel, which is really almost next door, very close by, is the Moana Surfrider. And that hotel has the nickname of as the First Lady of Waikiki. And it opened in 1901, and it became the first large hotel in Waikiki. The construction of the Moana marked the beginning of tourism in, in, in Waikiki, if you think about it. Because it was the first hotel that was there amongst a lot of the bungalows they had there, which is the Halikulani was a bungalow and beach house. So, I mean, that was even before that. The first electric-powered elevator was installed in the hotel, and that is actually running today, if you go over there. It had these kind of like, well, it does have these long and, and large, wide hallways which are kind of like an old-fashioned feature to the hotel, which you can still experience today. But, you know, it's kind of interesting. You know what the first guests paid at the Surfrider? $1.50 a night for a room. Now, compare that to 
$275 a night now. <laughs> wow, those were the days, huh, where you could pay $1.50 for a room? Man, I wish they had that today. You can't even get that at the YMCA. Anyway, another property over on the Big Island that has a lot of history to it. They just reopened this property, and it's now been renovated. But it was it, it's the Volcano House over on the Big Island. A lot of people don't know the history of this. The Volcano House really can be traced back to 1824 when uh, Chief Capiolani and her entourage built a grass shack right on the crater there known as the place of worship for ancient Hawaiians to give offerings to Pele, which is the goddess of fire. The eruption of Kilauea Volcano was recorded in oral history way before the European-American missionaries wrote about it. Now, it got its name in 1846 by Benjamin Pittman Sr., and the Volcano House has transitioned from a grass shack into brass and ohio poles. You can... Go back in history and see this is when Mark Twain would visit that property and he used to visit it and wood, stone, and finally what it has become today, which has been renovated and guests can can wake up. And You know, actually there was a fire that burned there since 1820, supposedly since 1824 until it recently went through a renovation. It went through a renovation for about a year and now uh, Aqua just took it over and I haven't been over there yet, but I heard it's really lovely. So I can't wait to see it. So now uh, you can stay at the Volcano House and it's a little more comfortable. It's uh, really the only place you can see one of the... You know, stay in the volcano and really be right in the park. Quite affordable too. I don't have the rates, the new rates yet, but it's a little over a hundred bucks there. Think about that if you're going to be going to the Big Island, especially if you're going to be doing the Hilo Hilo Kona combination, which we do with a lot of folks. Now we can actually put people at the Volcano House instead of putting in Hilo. So I'm excited about that. Another very historic property is on Kauai, and it's called the Waimea Plantation Cottages. If you haven't been there, this is really also a very cute place. I've stayed there a couple of times. Lots of uh, chickens and roosters there. They'll wake you up in the morning, and it's hidden along the west side, the kind of a quiet west side of Kauai. The uh, Waimea Plantation Cottages are really kind of a glimpse of what Hawaiian life was like back in the 1800s, the plantation days. Because... Polynesia, Asia, and Europeans all blended together to create this unique culture of contemporary Hawaii. And these authentic plantation homes have been really carefully restored to match an earlier era. And they're scattered throughout this beautiful coconut grove. It's really lovely there. The Waimea Plantation Cottages, they're set along a historic coastline as well. So it's really a great place to stay where you can really feel the history of Hawaii. There's air conditioning in the bedroom. So if it gets hot down there, just be aware of that. We've put people there. In fact, my brother stayed down there once and then got said, I can't stay here because he needs air conditioning. He has asthma. But Waimea was the first place that Captain Cook landed when he reached the Hawaiian Islands. And that was uh, in, in 1778. And a statue of Cook actually stands in Waimea Town in his honor. There's not a whole lot there in Waimea Town, by the way. First mission house in Waimea was also built in 1820. And the Waimea Plantation Cottages help keep this history alive. And what's great is it's very accessible for visitors. So you definitely want to check that out. If you like history, you want to feel what it was like during that period, the Waimea Plantation Cottages is a perfect place. And finally, um, the old Wailuku Inn over in Ulupono, Maui is a great place to feel the history of Hawaii. 
and it's listed on the Hawaii Registry of uh, Historic Places. It's it's a bed and breakfast. It was built in 1924, and it's known as the Queen of Wailuku Homes, and it's been restored to its original condition and glory. It's actually located in a really nice residential neighborhood, and it's designed after the plantation style of Hawaii, uh, similar to the plantation cottages that we just talked about. The inn has additional features like Hawaiian ohia and eucalyptus wood flooring, which is very, very rare and hard to find. They have the curved collar beams and rounded attic vents, and there's just some really cool interior attributes that give this B&B a very historic feel and charm. And there are also famous historic details about the property, and you can find out about it when you stay there. The former owners offer a little, uh, you know, offer stories for the guests that stay there. So it's really a, a great way, a great way to experience Old Hawaii. It received its historic Hawaii Foundation's Historic Preservation of Honor Award. It's just a charming, you know, very historic experience to stay there, and it'd be a nice contrast to the hotels down in Wailea or over in Kaanapali. You might want to consider doing a combo with this, staying part of the time there and part of the time at, you know, one of these historic places or maybe the Wailuku Inn. So hopefully that gives you a little history, something to think about. We're not so far off. We do have some great history here, and our buildings and culture certainly reflect that. Well, that's going to wrap it up. I want to thank you for tuning in. Don't forget we do this every Friday. We might be changing it to Tuesday because we do the Lucky We Live Hawaii 808 show on Thursday. So it's the Thursday and Friday might be a little hard. We might spread it out a little bit. So we'll let you know if we change the dates. And you'll just see that in your feed. Hopefully that helps you out. Remember, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Drop me an email. I would love to help you plan your vacation and earn your business. I mean, this is how we survive here. So if you have a trip you're working on, even if you've booked your trip, consider giving us a call. We might be able to help you with activities or some other parts of your Hawaii vacation. Just give us a call. 1-800-843-8771. If you want to talk to me personally, I'm happy to help you personally. I'm at extension 22. That's going to wrap it up. For my beautiful wife and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, mahalo and aloha.